You are listening to SFC Radio, The Sounds of Brooklyn Heights. Hi everyone, it's Ivana here. And Alexa. And I'm Hennessy. And welcome back to our podcast, Everything Relevant. This week's episode is going to be a little different, but we're so excited to be interviewing one of Ivana's good friends. My good friend, Manuela Castello, is on Stan Twitter. And we all have lots of questions about what exactly Stan Twitter is, how it works, along with discussing the good and bad that comes with this area of social media. So make sure to stay tuned throughout the whole episode to hear us ask Manuela about some of the biggest scandals on Twitter, everything from James Charles to Taylor Swift. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Okay, guys. So I guess the first topic we should talk about is Larsa Pippen, who used to be the Kardashian family's best friend, specifically Kim Kardashian. And she recently got interviewed um, from some company about why she's no longer best friends with the family. And she spilled a lot of tea that I want to talk about. Did you guys hear it? No, I didn't. But I'm so excited to hear about this Kardashian thing. You heard about it? Yeah, I did. Um, I wanted to watch it too. Yeah. What did you think? Well, it it was a lot of information, actually. And people are saying that she's just crying for, like, attention. But I think one of the things that it was, like, so surprising to me is was when she said that she was the one that introduced Tristan to the family. And then, like, a few days later, Chloe started hanging out with him and then, like, kind of dating him. I felt like that was... Mm-hmm. That was really surprising to me. And also what was surprising about that is she said that she was sort of seeing Tristan. Like, she was dating Tristan before. Really? Yeah. yeah. She was dating Tristan before Chloe had even known Tristan. And instead of her and Tristan, like, lasting, when he met Chloe and met the family, like, he ended things with her to go with Chloe. Who is she? Who is this girl? What is she, like a model? Or? So she was married to a famous basketball player called Scottie Pippen. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and, you know, she was a model, and I she must have been famous for other things. I feel like she was a housewife at some point. I'm not 100% sure. So she definitely, like, got her own name, and she started becoming famous because she was friends with the Kardashians. And then, now that she's not, everyone wanted to ask why. And on top of that, um, she said the reason why she's not friends with the Kardashians is Kanye West apparently brainwashed the family into thinking that she was a toxic person and that she talked badly about them and um Larsa was like you know since Kim is like so close to Kanye like and she loves him so much they're gonna listen to what he says and I don't even know why he thinks I'm bad but you know it is what it is type of mentality so she said like she'll always love Kim and like the family but there's not much that she can do so she's just gonna keep moving on with her life but I found that really interesting that she said that but she was also getting a lot of judgment because everyone was saying like wow so you like slept with Tristan Thompson before but Jordan Woods like kind of had like a similar situation and she got a lot more hate and the Kardashians kept her around even though the Kardashian, the, the Kardashians didn't keep Jordan around. The Kardashians kept Larsa around. And Jordan got the most hate when Tristan was doing basically the same thing. So, you know, people were just trying to protect Jordan and were saying, like, how unfair that was. Because Tristan basically kind of did something similar, just with two different people that were close to the family. So yeah, just different like, friends of the different sisters. Yeah, so everyone was like, what makes Larsa better than Jordan? Yeah, and people were actually commenting on the fact that Larsa, 
was one of the people that were going really hard on Jordan when it first like came out. Like she was actually criticizing her a lot and she was like saying like, oh yeah, she should be kept out of the family and stuff like that. But she also slept with him, you know? So it was very like double faced for her to be like the face of that little judgment campaign when she also did the same thing. Yeah. So Larsa slept with Tristan like a while ago? Like one time was that? Well, yeah. And then there's rumors that he had cheated on Chloe with Larsa too. And that was like a whole other issue so everyone is like just kind of confused and she claims that she didn't but no one really knows and now that Tristan and Chloe are back together you know who really knows how that will go down so I just think it was very interesting that Larsa spoke up and like you know they like cut her out of their life because they were really close to her yeah so how long have they not been friends like a year no since the summer I believe right yeah yeah, it's very recent. It's really not that, you know, long ago. But I feel it's very interesting that Larsa keeps saying, like, well, I mean, like, I'll still love them and stuff, but she's over here spilling tea and trying to make people take her side. Like, yeah, like, yeah saying bad stuff about them, but then saying, well, I will always love them still. But then she's over here acting like they were, like, bad people for shutting her out of the family. And, right. it, was tea, and it was tea that, like, no one even knew about. Like, this was, like, not even, like, a known thing. Like, she's bringing up random drama. That I feel like it's unnecessary you know i think she's just salty that they cut her out of their life and you know she just wanted to make a statement and like bring attention to it so i think that was the biggest thing but i did want to ask you guys what you thought about you know scott disick and courtney kardashian and you know he's been seen with a new model and her name is amelia i forgot what her last name is but she's the daughter of lisa rinna who's a famous housewife and she's 19 so she's my age i was just gonna say if she's the daughter of lisa she has to be so young yeah so she's 19 she's literally my age and she's been seen going on dates with scott disick but uh scott disick has also been hanging out with Courtney and taking a lot of pictures with her and being like very like romantic. So everyone's like, is he with his model or is he getting back together with Courtney? Like, what's happening? He's he's with Courtney a lot recently. Yeah. <laughs> also, an observation that I read somewhere, I don't remember where exactly, but it was that Scott was with um, Bella and Sophia and now this girl Amelia and they were all 19 when he first started like dating or talking to them which is kind of creepy but you know that's so creepy how old is Scott he has to be like in his 30s no he's in his 40s now I believe no let's look it up yeah let's look it up Scott Disick age Oh, he's 37. I actually thought he was in his 40s because Courtney's in her 40s. Well, uh, almost though. Almost. Yeah, almost. That's so weird. It is weird to just look at all the time. <laughs> well, moving on from that, there's other exes I want to talk about. And yes. I, because I love Ariana Grande, I just want to mention this and see what your thoughts were. So yes. Pete Davidson, before he was engaged with Ariana Grande, he was dating this girl for two years. Her name was Cassie David. She's Larry David's daughter. Yes. Uh, he was dating her for a while and then they had broken up and she wanted to reconcile with him a couple days later because she recently spoke out about this. And, you know, when she reached out to him a couple days later to reconcile because it was very, the breakup was only a short period of time, only a couple days. He actually texted her back saying like, my life is great now that we're not together. Like, I don't want to be back with you. And she was like distraught and she didn't understand why. Like, she was like, how could that be? And they were engaged as well. 
and they were? yeah and, i didn't know that yeah and then she went on instagram and she saw that he was with ariana grande a couple days later and she was like really distraught and apparently she was shaking because she found out in the airport and she said she started laughing though and it made her feel better because larry david like started screaming at her and was like there's so much more to this than guys like forget him and was like giving her a pep talk and she just felt like a really a lot better from it but she was really distraught and hurt because like when he was with ariana he covered up the he covered up the tattoos that he had of cassie and it's funny because history kind of repeats itself and karma kind of happened because then ariana broke up with him and did the engagement with him and he covered up his tattoos of ariana that he had so now but it's weird because even though she was kind of talking bad about him and how hurt she was about the breakup at the end of it she was like but i'll still always love pete like we're still always gonna have a friendship and apparently they still talk and are on good terms now i just find it such a weird situation i remember because i i know i don't know pete but pete davidson lives in Staten island where i did so like everyone knows pete like i went to high school with his cousin and like my brother went to high school with pete and they played baseball when they were little see him at like basketball games at school because i was a cheerleader i remember when he broke up with cassie and and he started dating ariana and like the whole island like flipped out i remember saying to myself back then like wasn't he just with someone else like yesterday yeah it was so quick i think that's the thing i think he moves on really fast and i think the problem with him and ariana and the reason why they broke up was obviously because of the mac miller thing but on top of it she said she felt like he just really liked the attention and the fame that he got from being with her and like that just didn't work out so it's kind of interesting how everything came full circle so i just wanted to talk about that because we were talking about exes and getting back together and not getting back together obviously none of them are getting back together but i just think <laughs> <didn't that. laughs> i feel like i could well, see them getting back together Cassie and pete yeah yeah they were a cute couple that's interesting that she spoke out about it finally Hi everyone, it's Ivana and Alexa, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to our friend's podcast called Listen Closely. It's hosted by our friends Dylan and Maftuna. You can check it out on the SFC Radio website, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Now here's a promo of their show. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. What's up everybody? My name is Dylan from Listen Closely Podcast. In this day and age where music has become very fast-paced and brief through social media, We want to challenge our listeners to listen closely. Listen Closely podcast will analyze and enjoy music of both generations from past and present and bring light to where they stand today by listening closely. Hope you guys listen. Peace out. Okay, well, even though we are moving on, I do want to still talk about Ariana Grande. Um, she gave an interview shading TikTokers because they were going out a lot on the pandemic while it was happening. And some of them were questioned what they thought about Ariana mentioning that TikTokers were going out that much. And she and um, they just said that they thought, you know, she was right because they were going out a lot and it was not necessary. But one TikToker in specific named Bride Hall, Bride Hall, Bride Hall, Bride Hall. <laughs> he um, kind of took the whole thing for himself. He was giving an interview and he said that she did it for marketing reasons because he believes that Ariana needs to say that to stay relevant. And I don't know if you guys heard about that, but that yeah, was kind of like I heard that. 
No, I, I didn't that. hear that. Oh my gosh, she said that about Ariana? Price yeah, Hold. He, yeah. He was in an interview, like a Zoom interview. They're like, what do you think about Ariana like shading you and your friends? Because it's all like Bryce Hall and his friends that are going to Saddle Ranch, the restaurant that she was talking about. He was like, yeah, it was a good marketing move. And everyone yeah. was like, obviously it's not a marketing move. Like Ariana Grande doesn't need to talk about TikTokers to be trending on Twitter or something. Like she's Ariana. It was so weird that he would think that it would be like something about business for her for her to say something like that like she was obviously just saying how upset she was that during the pandemic people still feel the need to go out and party yeah did you see the whole interview about Bryce Hall no I just saw that one little clip yeah there was also like a clip I'm not really sure about it but he was comparing himself and um Addison to Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez like he was like comparing like both of them to them like they were like yeah, it's kind of like... What was he saying? Yeah, I didn't see the whole thing, but it was, like, him, like, saying, like, yeah, they they can... Like, he can see himself in Addison being just, like, Selena and Justin. Like, people just want to know about their relationship and anything they do just goes big on social media. And, like, he was just comparing, like... He sounds cocky. He is. That's exactly how to describe him. Because, yeah. I, well, one, because Ariana does not have to do marketing or a TikToker or for anything. She's like powerful on her own. She was just saying that because she was so angry about people like misbehaving during COVID. And I think it was good that she actually said that and that the other TikTokers acknowledged it in the right way. But I feel like that just shows how cocky he is. And also about the Justin and Selena thing. Like if he's saying that, I kind of think that's bad because even though I'm a Jelena fan, that was a very back and forth toxic relationship. So what does that say about him and Addison, you know? And I was just like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's good. And I think that him publicizing that, you know, I think that he just wants the attention. So I feel like that's a marketing move on his part. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It was really like weird for you know, everyone to hear that he thinks that Ariana is focusing on him when she never mentioned any names or anything. I think he just wanted to use that moment to, like, draw attention to him, you know? Yeah, and she didn't even necessarily say TikTokers, did she? She just said, like, celebrities and influencers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but also about Bryce Hall, him and Addison's relationship, he shouldn't even be saying that because his whole relationship is literally just based off of publicity and marketing moves, like, itself. Because did you guys see the podcast of the owner of Barstool, Dave, and Josh Richards? No. Oh, well, it's it's a podcast. And Bryce was on it, and the guy Dave kept on asking him and being like, are you with Addison or are you not with Addison and it blew up because he just kept on denying it and the guy Dave was like yeah okay you're such a liar like I know you're with Addison like it's so obvious and then after that podcast got like posted they've been together ever since wow because Addison and Bryce haven't been posting TikToks together or being together like ever but ever since that podcast went out they're always together was that like Halloween yeah like it was like a little bit before Halloween and then like yeah, then right after that, Addison posted that video that went, like, viral of her and Bryce. Yeah, like, she was, they did, like, the Joker thing. Yeah, they did, like, a couple's costume and everything. That's insane. Wow. A lot of people would so, do, like, do the most. <laughs> so it doesn't even make sense why he would call Ariana out on a marketing move when clearly he does the same thing in his career. Exactly. I'm starting to just, like, not like TikTok as much. But you know what I do like? I'm going to move on from this because it's already giving me a headache. You know what I do like? What? Goth Girl. 
I love Gossip Girl. I love Gossip Girl. I've never seen Gossip Girl. (gasps) What? Alexa, what are you saying? I know. I've always said I wanted to watch it. You have to. We might need to consider (laughs) you being part of this. I know, I know. It's so bad. I literally never watched it. I can't believe they're having a Gossip Girl reboot after, like, I don't even know how many years. And yeah, I do. But the only thing that's unfortunate is not going to be the same cast. I would have loved it if it was the same cast. I was just going to mention that, like, I'm not sure. Like, I'm loving that it's going to, you know, come back, but I'm not sure how I'm supposed to love new people. Like, you know, I'm already in love with all these people. Right? Wait. Who do you love more, Blair or Serena? I think Blair. Yeah, yeah. I think Blair is the queen. I mean, I love Serena in different aspects, but sometimes she got on my nerves. So yeah, yeah. So I do really like Blair, and I love Blair and Chuck. I also didn't like that Serena ended up with who she ended up with. I wanted her to be with Nate. Yeah. Also, I need you to watch Alexa because you need to see who Gossip Girl is. Like, oh, I, I know. I know who Gossip Girls. All my friends oh, watch. Do? Like, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, say I it. Yeah, I try not to spoil it, but <laughs> no, you could spoil it. I was no. out of my whole out of my whole friend group in high school. I've, I was the only one that never watched it and they talked about it like every single day. I feel like you should be ashamed, but I'm not gonna be mean about it. I'm so. just I'm just not good at watching <laughs> TV shows. I just can't finish. I barely watch like any TV, honestly. I, I just can't, like, stay watching a show. I need to watch more TV. Like, uh-huh. Grey's Anatomy just came back, and I'm so obsessed with it. And I haven't watched the new episodes. And I know how emotional it's going to make me already. And I just haven't had the time to watch it. So. I know everyone spoiled the episode. Like, I was thinking, what if someone hasn't seen the episode yet? Me! Everyone's posting on their story what, what happens in it. I haven't. Don't spoil it for me. I, I don't I, have no idea. You haven't seen anything? No. Oh, I've never watched Grey's Anatomy either, but I know about it. No, I actually watch it when it's on Netflix. Really? Yeah. But I wait to... spoiling it. I've watched a whole, like, 16 seasons on Netflix. I yeah, could I never do that. I could just never do that. But I did watch all of Night on 2 and all. And I Me love too. that show. That was my favorite show to watch ever. That was, that, that was the best show. So everyone said, all my friends say, like, if you liked 90210, you're going to love Gossip Girl. But I've just never watched it. Get into it, Alexa. Yes. You need to start doing something for your life. That's not I right. T- I tried watching One Tree Hill and I got up to, like, season six, but. Okay, I well, I also watched that. I feel like I've watched every- everything and it makes me look like i have nothing else to do but i do you're listening to sfc radio the sounds of brooklyn hype so moving on from that i would love to talk about ashley benson and g easy and halsey so i don't know if you heard but ashley benson who was one of the main stars on the hit show pretty little liars is dating g easy now and he was really known, other than being a rapper, for dating a main famous pop star, Halsey, who I really love. And they dated for a long time. But there was rumors that, you know, he cheated on her and that's why they ended. 
and Halsey says that and references to cheating in her hit song Without Me. And, you know, G-Eazy never really spoke about their breakup and spoke about what happened with Halsey until recently. You know, Halsey's the one who's made a lot of songs about him. And G-Eazy actually recently released a song called Hate the Way. And it's like a song about their breakup, basically. And basically, he's just saying how much she misses Halsey, which I find really interesting. And how, like, they had, like, a toxic relationship. But it's interesting to me because he claims that she, like, was on drugs all the time, which is why they fell apart. But Halsey claims that he was on drugs all the time, which is why they fell apart. So it's like a back and forth toxic thing. But the song is really good and it's featuring Black Bear. And I thought it was important to talk about also because there's a lot of references, like a lot of parallels between the two. Like Halsey, her Without Me video. Um, the guy who plays like the, her love interest looks exactly like g Easy, And then for g Easy, the guy, not the guy, for g Easy, the girl... <laughs> that plays his love interest has like the same tattoos as Halsey and like a same type of vibe and a lot of the same positions in the way they act are the same are very parallel in the video so I thought it was really interesting and a lot of people were saying oh my gosh like what does Ashley Benson think about that because they're dating but apparently she's not phased because she actually worked on the music with him and did like production because they worked together also and I also thought it was funny because um people are saying that Halsey is actually now messing around with Ashley Benson's ex, Cara Delevingne, who's a supermodel. So it all comes full circle, and I just think it's interesting. So I just wanted to mention that. And the last thing I wanted to say, too, I forgot the name of Halsey's book, but it just came out, and I really want to read it. Yeah. Do you know what it's called, Alexa? Yeah, it's called... um, I Would Leave Me If I Could. Okay, so... She references G-Eazy there, too, talking about, like, a really tall male that she was with and has, like, a lot of characteristics about G-Eazy, basically, and saying that he mentally and physically abused her and how he was always on drugs. So she hasn't, like, outwardly said, like, just about G-Eazy, but all the fans are saying, like, this definitely is. So I hopefully he doesn't bring that into his relationship with Ashley Benson because I think she's really pretty and really cool. And I'm glad, like, Halsey is, like, in a better place. But I just want to know, what were your thoughts on that? Songs on Halsey's new album were about g Easy, Not her new album. It came out in January. But I feel like her, that breakup really did a lot to her. So I feel bad that she, she still has to be dealing with drama with him. Like yeah. bring, being brought up in a music video when they haven't been together. Like I feel like she probably tried to get closure with the songs that she wrote. And I don't think she didn't think that he would be trying to like come back at her with I love the songs that she writes and I love her voice and I like I don't know I just love her whole vibe me too I really love Halsey so yeah but I got to meet I got to meet Halsey at Jingle Ball last year oh well sorry I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead Alexa (laughs) no it's okay I got to meet Halsey at Jingle Ball last year oh my gosh how was that you're so she was she was so sweet she I've me, it was like me and my two aunts and my cousin and we went to like a meet and greet and my aunt surprised me like I had no idea that we were meeting her and she was so nice though we was th- how we met her was so awkward because usually we go to we go to meet people like at meet and greets in Jingle Ball every year like we meet someone different but usually like the meet and greets are so rushed like 
you can't even talk to anyone like the celebrities whoever you meet don't even talk to you like it's just like take the picture and leave but Halsey was so nice she's sitting there she was talking to everyone she's like hi guys how are you doing and she went to me she's like I love your outfit your style is so cool like she was just so sweet and like we didn't even know what to do because we weren't even used to like like meeting someone and them being that nice because usually it's like because we were telling my little cousin too we were like don't even try talking to celebrities because they're gonna just push you out in a second like it's a fast meet and greet but Halsey was awesome she was so nice she was talking to everyone and oh, really I taking her that. time with fans yeah it was so she was so sweet I love that for you she seems really really nice so I'm glad that she was nice to you and I hope I can meet her one day too because she's so cool I hope you do too she that it was like the best like it made my made my whole year Oh. It really did. She was awesome. I feel like it's easier for you guys to like just like meet famous people like all the time. You guys are saying, "Oh, I met this, I met that," and I'm like, "Well, that's that's cool." <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, so fun. Famous soon. We got you. Don't worry. Yeah, I will go over there when you guys. Yeah, I. Um, and I'll meet someone. Just let me know when, and I'll just fly over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got you. So, Alexa, do you want to go on to the next topic? Yeah, our last topic for today. A very sad note to end on, but the passing of Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy. It's honestly, this ruined everyone's weekend, I feel like, his passing. I remember seeing him from when I was younger, too. He's been around for a long time. He's just an icon in the industry. And he died from pancreatic cancer, which, from what I know, is a very, you know, fast death, like... You know, it's not something that's slow moving, that you have a lot of time. So it's really unfortunate that that happened to him. And they even said that he filmed um, his last episodes right before he died. Like he still wanted to film, even if he wow. came. So I just feel like that says a lot about his character. But may he rest in peace. Yes. You are listening to SFC Radio, The Sounds of Brooklyn Heights. That's everything we have for our weekly tea, but it's time to welcome my good friend and our guest to the show today, Manuela Casero. Hey guys, super excited to be here. I'm so honored. Aw, anytime, girl. I'm so happy you could be a part of our show this week. Hi, Manuela. I'm Alexa, and I'm so excited for you to be here as well. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, Manuela. I'm Genesis, and I want to start this interview with you telling your listeners a little bit about yourself if you don't mind um so i'm Manuela. i'm a nursing student here at sfc and when i'm not in school studying um i'm usually at concerts or like just hanging out with my friends Ooh, very interesting i didn't know you went to sfc yeah are you a senior or a junior yeah i'm a senior very cute so Manuela, my very first question to really dive into our topic today is what exactly is Stan Twitter? Could you explain what it means and how it works? So just give us some insight on Stan Twitter and the good and bad about it. So Stan Twitter came from the word from one of Eminem's songs where like Stan means stockish fan. But like I feel like now it is a term that's not super stockish, it's more like when you really, really like like an artist or like a celeb and that's like you're like you know everything about them, but you also know like if you see a picture of them, you know where it's from, like you know things, you know where they're gonna be. And there's a good and the bad. It is a super toxic place. And I'm always like, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave, but then I'm like, what am I gonna miss? I'm gonna miss so much gossip. <laughs> 
So, Alexa, do you have a question for us? Yeah, that actually leads us right into my next question, which is, I personally know a little bit about Stan Twitter. Like, the scandals that have happened in the past, like drama between Taylor Swift and Kanye West, but also drama with influencers like Jeffree Star and James Charles. So, for you, someone on Stan Twitter, do you think that, like, Stan Twitter can sometimes make issues between two celebrities, like, worse than it actually is and take it to, like, another level? Like, what, are you, what do you think about that? I definitely do think so, just because of the fact that when pe- two people are fighting, their fans will come in and, like, defend them as if this is a war and, like, bring up, like, past stuff, past tweets or past things and try to, like, throw it against each other, which adds more fuel to the fire. And then, like, celebs, you think celebs don't see your tweet because of how many people follow them, but, like, a lot of people, they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, you see what this person said? And then it'll just add and just become a huge thing. It's crazy. Wow. You know why it gets to, like, point? Did anyone say, like, why they take it so far? I think it's because of the, the term Stan and how much you want to defend them and you love them. And in your eyes, the person you, like, look up to has done nothing wrong. It, like, you, you just want to, like, make sure that, hey, there's nothing wrong with the person I stand because they're perfect. But then people forget that at the end of the day, they're humans just like us. And they're going to make mistakes exactly i agree with that because i feel like a lot of fans put their idol on a pedestal without allowing them to be a human being and allowing them to make mistakes and i think that's where things get dramatic or wrong because then they start arguing when really there's still their favor the celebrity they like could have made a mistake you know and could have done something wrong i think as long as the celebrity could take accountability for their wrongs that's what's super important but just to defend someone to defend someone i know like you could like really love that person and want to you know support them but at the same time they have to be very realistic with the outcome and realistic with what depending what the situation is and especially because these things on twitter like it's not like it affects like people's whole careers like when i brought up kanye west and taylor swift and all of kanye's fans started like the taylor swift is over party that took like a year off of like her career for how bad that fight was yeah she literally like hid right yeah like yeah. it's not fair it's not fair to artists that because of a fight on twitter that their whole career changes true i want to ask something to manuela since we're talking about Taylor Swift, when that was happening, what was your input in this whole stand Twitter about that situation? So that was like a few years ago, and you would think people stop talking about it, but they don't. They bring it up as much as they can. And I think like at that time, everyone knows the type of person that Kanye is, and no one really wanted to defend him. But like he has like older fans, and they're more ruthless because I'm just, which is very fascinating. Given I'm like, go focus on your children. They're here fighting teenagers. So at the time, I was a teenager. And, like, obviously, I wanted to defend her. And I want to make sure people knew that I stood with her. But it's just the fact that, like, they would just find your tweets. Even if you weren't directing it at a certain person, they would just, like, search your tweet on Twitter and, like, go and defend Kanye, which is, like, super toxic. Also, I have another question. Do you support, like, cancel culture? Or do you think, like, it's like a toxic thing and it's overdone nowadays the thing about cancel culture is people who want to cancel certain artists have every right to do so just because of the things that the person did do it is very like it's terrible like um rape allegations or racial slurs but for some reason cancel culture never sticks like people will freak out about that person for one month 
And then the next month, they're back to like, liking their music, liking their videos. So no one's actually been canceled. For the rape allegations, I think that's huge. Like, I know Ansel Elgort had some rape allegations, and he kind of like admitted it in a little, in like a way, because he didn't really directly address it. And then Justin Bieber, I know, had a couple things too. Since they had big fandoms, no one really like took it that seriously, which mm-hmm. I think they should have because they still are like we were saying before everyone is human so they should really take these things into account and hold them to to accountability or at least investigate because i feel like people don't actually investigate in those allegations which sucks because then those girls those poor fans like don't get the justice they deserve exactly and no one wants to hold their faith accountable everyone's like oh my god they're perfect but no so like i don't think cancel culture has worked it really hasn't i know a lot of people have tried to cancel madison beer as well and you were discussing with me that pretty privilege and i saw the video on it and i actually was like really like disappointed because she would do something like that so do you want to explain what pretty privilege is yeah so well, like the term pretty privilege in madison's words was when you're so pretty that you get away with a lot of things and like you get more advantages to the world and her excuse, I think it was like during the Black Lives Matter movement, people were asked or telling her to be more vocal about it, to like speak up because she had such a huge platform. Because remember, she was one of the celebs that used the Black Lives Matter movement as a photo shoot. She would go to riots and she would bring paparazzi to take pictures of her. And then people would be like, oh, like I'm holding you, people would hold her accountable. And she'd be like, well, like look at this body, look at me, I'm so pretty, I didn't ask to be pretty. Like, you just, you can't, you just leave me alone. And it's just like, you have a platform, use it. She just has, like, such personal problems that I don't think she's, like, in tune with reality. I agree. Dynamic on Twitter when she said the whole pretty privilege, like, what were the kind of things you were saying? Because, I mean, I don't use Twitter that much, so I want to know, like, how overwhelming it gets if it does and, like, how toxic it can get. Yeah, so I guess I have a pretty big platform on my stand Twitter, and my entire feed was just people, like, hating on her. And talking about how she she's not doing anything good for society. But then, like, five minutes later, people will be like, oh, but she, she makes nice music. She makes nice collaborations. It's just like, where is this going to go? And, like, stand Twitter is super toxic. When things like this happen, yeah. So you would say that she was right about her pre-privilege because people were actually forgetting about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's crazy. I also have another question. We talked about this before, Manuela, like privately. Which fandom do you think is the most toxic and why? And no judgment to the fandoms out there. This is just opinionated. Yeah, so I actually Googled it last night when we were talking about it. And you were, in fact, right about K-pop. Because K-pop is, they're so dedicated, so hardcore. Like, probably the word stand isn't even, like, talk about them. They, um, they actually are super rude. Like, when celebs die, they'll be, like, they'll comment under tweets being, like, oh, if they stand this person, they would have been alive. Like, this K-pop group. Or they'd be super rude. They're making everything into competition. Everything has to be compared from one Western artist to them. And it's just, like, for what? Is there any American artist that you would say is um, toxic as well? I would say, I'm so sorry for saying this, it'd be Selena Gomez. Just because <laughs> of the fact that her fandom 
is very like, they already have like fights with other people like they'll have fights with justin's fandom or with demi's and they'll bring up past up like demi's drug issue and it's just like crazy because just like they'll appear out of nowhere honestly so they will probably not be doing anything publicly but all of a sudden they're there that's interesting yeah so they're very intense yeah definitely and it's okay you're not offending me about selena like i said she's human so i understand but thank you for giving us some insight on that so Hennessy, do you want to ask another question yeah i think this would be our final question i wanted to know what would be some of the positive about stan twitter just because we have talked about how toxic it can get but like what are the positive that stan twitter bring because you know it's very complicated yeah. It's actually crazy, but Stan Twitter can actually give you a lot of opportunities, cool opportunities, such as like attending award shows, just because your Stan's management team will see things that you do and be like, oh, I want her to be there to support them. And then some people get job opportunities where they can work at magazines. I was very lucky enough to like get like tickets to free concerts or like go to the VMAs just because they'll see what I was doing. And they're like, yeah, yeah. She's going to talk positively about it. Columbia Records invited me to see Harry. That's so cool. Like that. That's so cool. I want to get free tickets to Ariana Grande. <laughs> That's how I saw her for the VMAs when she did God is a Woman. How was it? It was really fun. It's actually really crazy. One year I went to the rehearsals. It was just me and a group of like 20 people. We were watching their rehearsals and they were asking us about our opinions. And then last year, I went to, like, the real show. When you go to the shows, are you allowed to use your phone? I feel like you can't, right? They actually lock your phone in the Ziploc thing, the magnetic thing. Why? They want you to live in the moment. They don't take it. They put it in, like, a magnetic case where only they can unlock it. Oh. So if you're close to a celebrity, you can't even ask for a picture, right? You really can't. Yeah. Like, if you're a seat filler, that's another opportunity you can get where you just sit next to a celeb. So... The crowd always looks filled. You can't say hi to them. Some people don't like it if you look at them in the eyes. Interesting. <laughs> wow, I would have loved to be a seat filler. But you know me, I'm so talkative. So I would be like, hi, 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 picture now. They kick you out. They kick you out. Yeah, they would be like, we have to let this one go. Yeah. That girl with chatterbox. <laughs> <laughs> that was our last question. So Manuela, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us and be interviewed and you know, giving us some more insight on Stan Twitter and cancel culture because, you know, we love pop culture, but we want to be well-versed in everything. So thank you so much for giving us the ability to do that and giving us your knowledge. So now we could give that to others and give that to people who listen to our show. So we really appreciate it. And thank you for stopping by, girl. Thank you so much. This is so great. I had so much fun. I hope you come back on the show again. Definitely. Whenever you want me back, I'll be here. Well, we're already prepping for our next episode, so just be ready. You have so Thank much. You. Yeah, you have so much that you could like talk to us about that it's so exciting to just hear you and just learn from you. So yeah, we're so thankful that you're here. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. is all we have for you guys today but we did not want to end this episode without something fun for you guys as you guys know we've been playing that game where 
Genesis gives us a word, and we have to try and guess it in Spanish. But really, I just have to try and guess it in Spanish because Ivana always knows what it means. So <laughs> we're going to be playing that game again. Yeah, so Genesis, why don't you pass? Whenever, whenever you're ready. <laughs> Go ahead. I got you guys. So today is not a word. I try to switch it up just because we've been doing words the first two episodes. So I'm going to do a little phrase, and this is going to be for the girls. So I'm sorry if you're a guy, but <laughs> you might want to be interested in it, though. Okay, so the phrase I'm going to use, Ivana, I think it's easy for you, but we'll, we'll have a lick, I guess, first. Okay, so the phrase is, tu estás bien bueno. It's not related to anything Alexa also, like not to the show or anything. It's just like for the girls, you know, if you want to like be a little flirty, okay. you can literally say it. Let me say it one more time. So it's not related to the episode, so don't try yeah. to guess any words to it. Okay, it's something you would say to a guy, well, to your friend about a guy. Okay, let me say it again. Tu estás bien bueno. Tu estás bien bueno? Yeah, look at um, you. I know. Amon, do you know what it means or no? Yeah, like. <laughs> no, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Well, I All right. Use yeah. it, use it, use it in context. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna, that's actually like the whole thing that you would say, but I'm gonna give you like a, a like a place that you would use it. So let's say that uh -huh. the guy's walking by and you see them, you look at your friend and you go, well, actually, no, you would like look at them <laughs> and like, you like they're walking by, but they're like in front of you, you would be like, oh, tu estas bien bueno. And oh, then move on by. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. In a way, yes. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. What is it? Like you're fine. Like you're yeah, like you're very good looking. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, didn't, like, I didn't want to say literal, hot. The literal context of like Spanish, it means like you are very good. So basically, it's like you are like very good looking. Like you caught my attention. That's Wait, what? Why did you want to say hot? What does that mean for you guys? <laughs> oh no, just because it's like for the like school <laughs> i don't know okay okay well yeah that's what it means so like if you say it in spanish i'm guessing like you know he's gonna wonder what did you just say you know if it's someone that you know and you know you could see them again they're gonna be like oh hold on what did you just say to me and you know a way for you to get the guy to talk to you the next time he sees you or even better he might look you up on instagram and you know i just helped you have that guy that you like follow you on instagram so if you yeah. do that and it happens it's i take credit for that so yeah <laughs> so, like, feel free feel free to do that and let us know and how it like guys say like when they're trying to pick up the girl they're like you know what I mean? Ooh, yes, exactly. yeah so since guys always want to speak spanish i feel like girls should do it back to them and see how they react because you know they're always trying to pick up girls with that like mm -hmm. Yeah. One time when I was at school, do you know that honey girl place by school? Someone left me a note in Spanish, and I wish I could have asked you what it meant, but I used Google Translate. <laughs> see? That's a good example. See? You see, like, you got a, uh, a letter in Spanish, and you were curious about it, right? So yeah, I, mean, I, didn't know it. I had no idea what it meant, but I looked yeah. it up on Google. We're teaching you. Yeah. Yeah. We got you, girls. We got you. Yeah. So that is everything we have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us this week. 
We hope you guys had a great time with us and our new friend Manuela. See you guys next week on Everything Relevant. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.